Spirit of God can bring. And we'll give Jesus all the honor and glory and thanks for it. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Turn with me to 1 John, the third chapter. And we'll get to it in a minute, not right now, but we can get to the seventh verse shortly. Now tonight I'm going to talk to you about righteousness. Hallelujah. I preached a sermon the other day, Righteousness too, and I listened to it, me and Rex did, and it's scratchy, and then not only that, it wasn't real good, so I'm going to preach it over tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Part of it. Hallelujah. So, in the book of Romans, 14th chapter and the 17th verse, said the kingdom of Almighty God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Now, when you got born again, you was translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the very kingdom of Almighty God. Amen. Colossians 1.13, Cotton Patch translation says that God, the Father, sprung you from the jailhouse of darkness and turned you loose in the new world of the Son of His love. How many of you know God's done put your feet on the street? He's done set you free. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In Luke 12, 32, red letters, Jesus talking, said, Fear not, fear not, little children. It is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom of Almighty God. So whatever's in the kingdom of God, what's in the kingdom of God? Do you know there ain't no little crippled boys in heaven? Do you know there ain't no sick boys in heaven? Do you know it ain't any broke people in heaven? Do you know he's made you a king and a priest? Hallelujah. You know what a king does? He rules and reigns. You know what a king does? He speaks and everybody listens. Praise God. So we've been placed within the kingdom of Almighty God. Only righteous people are in the kingdom of Almighty God. There are no unrighteous people in the kingdom of Almighty God. So if you're in the kingdom of God, it just just lines up you a righteous person. See, what is righteousness? Righteousness is being able to walk in the front of any problem, walk in the presence of a holy God and have no inferiority. That you can walk in the presence of God and get anything God's got. Hallelujah. Praise God. In 2 Corinthians 5.21, said Jesus was made sin for us who knew no sin that we could be made the righteousness of God. Not become or not one of these days, but the very moment you got born again, you need to understand this, that you are now as righteous as a righteous God. Now, unless you get righteous righteous consciousness, you'll always be trying to please God some kind of way. See? And if you don't know that Almighty God has handled all sin, See, if you don't know that, you'll always 
be living with a consciousness, well, I might make a mistake. I might do something wrong. I might not be pleasing to God. See, this righteous business, this is a sole judgment of Almighty God, and He wants you to know that He has given you His righteousness. You say, how righteous are you? Righteous is God. How come? Because He made it so. Not because something we earn, not of works of righteousness we have done, but by the precious blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. What a great salvation. What a great salvation. I'm not struggling trying to become nothing. I am what God says I am. I'm not trying to develop into it. You know, how many of you know what faith is? Faith is not a progress. It is now. You're now in faith. Well, I'm progressing along. Well, you ain't in faith. Faith's now. I'm believing God now. Amen. Well, I'm trying to do better and, you know, where God will be more pleased with me. I ain't. I ain't even trying to do good. I'm good. This ain't in doing. This is in being who God made you. A finished work. Anything that you have to add to the cross or anything you have to add to the finished work of Christ is error. We got a salvation. We got a master. We've been raised up out of a horrible pit in the miry clay. God has set our feet on a solid rock. This day, bless God, I stand pure and holy before God. You know I'm so pure and holy and sanctified that a holy God lives in me. Do you know God don't live in sin? Nor does he live in a sinner. And folks talk about old sinners saved by grace. No, I was an old sinner. I was saved by grace, but I'm now. He has made a sinner a saint. He has made a sinner a son. What kind of son? Exactly like the son Jesus Christ. You've been made identical to him. How'd I do that? I was crucified, died, buried, I was given life. I was raised with Christ. Now I'm seated with I went through his divine process and I come out this end just what God wanted. You cannot improve on what God has made you. Nothing you can do. Well, don't seem like that's true to me. No, you got to get your head thinking right. That's the only thing wrong. So you got to get your thinking what? Think like God thinks. He has made me the very righteousness of God. Black Welder's translation said, He has given me God, the God kind of righteousness. What kind of righteousness you got? Well, I don't know, Brother Sullivan. Well, I do. I got God's kind. I got what God requires. When Jesus died for me on the cross, He paid for every sin. Praise God. See, Christians don't even know sin's paid for. They don't even know what God has done, see. Praise God. You find 1 John 3, 7th verse. It said, little children, let no man deceive you. Do you know the body of Christ is deceived when it comes to righteousness and who God's made them? They're trying to accomplish what God's already accomplished for them. They're trying to develop into something. The new birth is not you developing into anything. It's God making you exactly who He wanted you. It is what God has already, past tense, settled and says, this is you making you out 
of the very Christ himself. You were created in Christ. Praise God. So he said, don't let, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. Well, what do you mean? As means in the same condition. Well, Brother Sullivan, do you don't understand? Man, I failed. I have failed miserably. Well, so what? Huh? You bragging on it or what? You trying to say, well, look what I've done. Look at my testimony. I don't care about your testa and your money. Amen. I don't care anything about that. I got a testimony. I died with Christ. I got a testimony, my old man that I was, God killed him, annihilated him, and buried him, and he ain't no, didn't even leave a marker. Only record of God that has of me is the new creation in the Lamb's book of life. He don't have none of that other. Folks always talking about, you know, preachers got people scared to go to heaven. Well, when you walk before God and he opens the book, my God, got folks scared scared of God. When I walk for him, you know what he's going to say? Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Well done. Appreciate what you've done. Hallelujah. Where's your name at? Lamb's book of life. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So let no man deceive you. You know what deception is? Don't let nobody fool you. Well... You know, we're all unworthy in God's sight. I ain't. God made me worthy. Worthy to what? Receive everything he's got. Said, let, don't let anybody deceive you. You're righteous even as he is righteous. Praise be unto God. What kind of righteousness do we have? Same kind he does. See, he said, you're righteous even as he. As means in the same condition. What condition you believe God's little, little shy on his righteousness? Well, of course not. You think he's a little shy on his sanctification? You think he comes behind any holiness? See, you've been created in righteousness and true holiness. Ephesians 4, 24. He said you were created how? After God. God created you after himself. In what? Righteousness and true holiness. Praise God. Not in yours, but in His. I am righteous even as the same condition. Praise be unto God. Praise be unto God. In 1 Corinthians 6, 17, said he that's joined unto the Lord is one spirit. You don't believe that God's joined to unrighteousness, do you? Do you believe your old sinner saved by grace? You believe God's in union with an old sinner? See, that's ignorance gone to seed, hasn't it? That's dumb. He that's joined to the Lord is one spirit. God's not in union, one spirit, with unrighteousness. He's not in union with a sinner. Hallelujah. How did he become in union with you? He made you righteous. He's made you righteous. Praise God. In John 15, 5, he said, He is the vine, we are the branch. Amen. So whatever's in the vine's in the branch. If God's righteous, you're righteous even as He is. You know, 1 John 4, 4, everybody 
everybody can quote it, but he talks about don't be deceived there. Said, for greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. Well, blessed be God. God's not in an unholy vessel. God is not in unrighteousness. Well, what are you trying to say? I'm saying you're as righteous as Almighty God. God made it so. If you don't like it, bless God, take it up with God. Hallelujah. Well, Brother Sullivan, sometimes I don't feel like, well, if I went by what I'm feeling, uh, uh, bless God, sometimes I don't feel like I'm saved. Huh? You ever woke up and didn't even feel and you're about half mad? Huh? Want to cuss everybody out? Oh, you ain't never done that. You too holy in your own holiness. See, let me tell you something. I don't humble myself before the mighty hand of God, and it's God made me that way. And I refuse to say anything less than God said. I will not say I'm something I'm not. I'm not a sinner. God does not live in sin, nor does he live in a sinner. Hallelujah. Well, Brother Sullivan, I ain't been living right. Well, blessed be God, what do you want me to do about it? Take a bull whoop and whoop you every time you say boo? Huh? You want me to get up here and preach sin to you? Get you down front, squalling, bawling, slanging snot? Ah, Brother Sullivan, I'm just so unholy. Yeah, that don't snow God. That don't snow God. That belittles the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's claiming you ain't what God made you. You're not the man that he made. He said if any man be in Christ, he is a new kind of a man. What kind is he? Just like his father. I got God's DNA in me. I got his genetic makeup. Whatever he is, I am. Well, how did I get to be that? Well, I served God for 30 years. I know folks serve God 50 years and don't even have no idea they're righteous. Still trying to please God some way. Oh, in Hebrews, you know what he said? 12th chapter, 13th chapter? He said, you are now well pleasing to God. Hallelujah. Yeah, but what if I fail? I'm pleasing when I fail. I didn't say that. But bless God, no matter what you, do you know God, it said in Jude 20, is able to keep you from falling and present you faultless. Well, Brother Sullen, you just, man, you, you just blowing my mind. I'm trying to. You need to get it blowed out of there. Amen. You got more stinking thinking? Amen. We need to get this thing reprogrammed to think like God. Do you know you cannot receive from God on a regular basis if you think you're unworthy? If you think you're undeserving? I've had preachers tell me, well, Brother Sullivan, you don't think you're deserving as that, do you? I said, I sure do. You know, if folks ain't scared of you and what you say, I'm talking about religious folks. You ain't doing nothing. You don't know who you are. All you're doing is trying to follow some religious pattern. See, praise God. You are righteous even as He is righteous in the same condition. God has made it so. Now, He said, greater is He that's in you. Well, He ain't in union with sin, and God does not live in a sinner. 1 Peter 2, 24 said, Who is on self bear our sin. You believe that? 
He buried your sin. What else did he do? He said, who he buried his own sin in his own body on the tree, on the cross, that we being dead to sin could live under righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. See, praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Did he pay for sin? Praise God. While we're close, turn to Hebrews, the first chapter. Hebrews, the first chapter. First verse. Hallelujah. God, who in sundry times, diverse manners, spake in times past, unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days we living in, spoken to us by His Son, whom He appointed heir of all things, by whom also He made the world, who being in the brightness of His glory and express image of His person, upholding all things by the word of His power, when He had by Himself, done what? Purged our sins. Your sins been purged. He didn't sit down on the right hand of majesty until your sins was purged. Your sins is purged. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Turn with me to the 8th chapter of Hebrews. 8th chapter. Praise God. 8th chapter. 12th verse. For I'll be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins. What's it going to do with them? I'm going to hold them against you the rest of your life. Six months after you dead, I'm going to still be holding something against you. Is that what he's talking? See, for I'll be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and iniquities. Will I remember no more? No more. He well, yeah, but Brother Sullivan, I know he, he, he forgave my past. I know he done that. Praise God. What about your present day sins? What about your future? Was Jesus enough to handle sin? Did he handle all sin or just part of them? Huh? Well, if he handled them all, then I stand before God like he wants me. I don't come slipping in the back door of heaven. I walk boldly to the throne of grace and obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. He goes on over there in the fifth chapter of Hebrews. You know what? He said, if you don't know your righteousness, you ain't nothing but a baby. How many babies do we have? 98% of the Christian world. Well, Brother Sullivan, I'm trying to do better. Well, quit trying and just be better. Be what God said. Act like God. Amen. We got his DNA. We got his genetic makeup. We got what makes God God on the inside of us. We are now God men. Praise God. Praise God. He made him a one new kind of a man. What kind did he make him? Like himself. Let us make man in our image and our likeness. Let's make man like us. How many of you believe God made some unholy folks? Yeah, but I've sinned. Well, won't you shut up? Won't you do what God? He's got 1 John 1, 9. You know what 1 John 1, 9 is? He said, if you'll confess your sins, he'll cleanse you. What's he going to cleanse? Ain't I clean? Yeah, but he'll cleanse your conscience. Cleanse your thinking. Bless God. I, that's why them Catholic folks go confess their sin. They feel clear. Amen. 
You say, yeah, but some of them will just go back and get drunk. Well, I ain't none of my business. Yours either. Amen. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I confess my sin and I head on. Praise God. I don't hang around it. Wallering sin. Wallering that. Why don't you sin? Because it'll make a coward out of you. I don't intend to live in sin. Praise God. While we're there, praise God, the ninth chapter of Hebrews. 26th verse. Have you got your shouting clothes on? If you don't, I'll stop here and let you go put a pair of overhauls on where you won't mess up your nice Sunday go to meeting. It's so good. Listen to it. 26 verse, 926. For then... Must he oft have sacrificed since the foundation of the world? That's old covenant. But now, but now, every time you do something wrong, he's got to go to no. But now, once in the end of the world, hath he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. He doesn't put it away, folks. I hate to tell you, you ain't no sinner. I hate to tell you, you ain't no failure. I hate to tell you, you ain't guilty of nothing. I hate to tell you, you don't have to live under condemnation. I hate to tell you, but God thinks you a hot shot with Him. God thinks you can do what He said. He th- man, He's so proud of you. Do you know you done become a favorite with God? One translation said God was personally present in Christ, r- hugging the world to Himself. He ain't mad at nobody. Hallelujah. 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 He has presented you faultless before Almighty God. How did he do that? Well, I got saved and I've been trying to live right and I've been doing good and I hadn't been sinning, brother. So don't look at me. I ain't been doing that. No, not me. I'm, you know, I'm doing the best I can. Well, I can't help nothing about that. Jesus done made you holy. If you think Jesus wasn't enough and you got to add to something and live some kind of way, you say, well, you'll have folks just doing anything. They're going to do what they want to anyway. I've been pastoring 30 years. I know what they'll do. I know what you'll do. See, it got quiet on that one. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Was Jesus enough? Now let's read it again. For then must he oft have suffered since the foundation of the world? No, but now, once, at the end of the age or end of the world, or end of that dispensation, what happened? What happened? He hath appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. Was the precious holy blood of Jesus enough? Was it enough to handle it? My God. See, he said, don't count the blood of Christ as no effect. Man, that's done made, that's done made us holy. We're washed white as snow. Praise God. You remember that song I used to sing in the Baptist church? I think of it a lot of times. What has washed me white as snow? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. See, that'd make me want to cry right now. Thankful of what he's done. I can walk in the presence of God. I ain't scared of God anymore. Hallelujah. I ain't scared. I, if I fail, that don't even scare me. If I fail, it don't even bother me nor my God. He thinks the blood of Jesus was enough. Can you say Amen. All right, while we're close there, turn to look at the 10th chapter of Hebrews. Hallelujah. For the law, 
the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, they had what we call works righteousness. They had to work, had to do this, do that. They had certain sacrifices they had to do if they failed. I mean, it was a constant reminder that they were nothing but old sinners. See, in the New Covenant, we've taken and reached over in the Old Covenant, brought that kind of stuff over here, and said, well, we old sinners. Well, we ain't. You ain't never been a sinner. Never. The old man you was was a sinner. God killed him, and you're a new creation. Never been touched by sin. So, 10th verse. The law having a shadow of good things to come. Something's coming. And not the very image of the thing can never with those sacrifices, blood of goats and calves, lambs, which they offered year by year, continually make the comers therefore perfect. Can't do it. Do you know that God has said you now come to the spirits of just men made perfect? You cannot be improved on. You are created in Christ, created by Almighty God. God has made you a perfect being. Well, what if I send the blood of Jesus speaking better things than justice? Speaking better things. Hallelujah. See, that's my no-fault clause right there. If I fail, Jesus didn't. Jesus is your standing before God. Hallelujah. All right, let's read on second verse. For then would they not have ceased to offer if that old covenant had worked, but it didn't. Because that the worshipers once purged should have had no more conscience of sin. See, God don't want you to have a conscience of sin. He wants you righteous conscious. But in, but in those sacrifices, lambs, goats, and all Old Testament sacrifice, there is a remembrance again made of sin every year. Every year they had to come before uh, uh, the high priest. He had to lay hands on a goat and he pronounced the sin of the, uh, uh, of the whole congregation. Every sin they p- committed, everything else. Then on the other one, he laid hands on it. It was God's sacrifice and he cut his throat. The other one they carried off in the wilderness never to be remembered anymore. See, but every time they sinned, they had to go sacrifice. Every year they had to present themselves before God and the high priest and confess, I'm an old sinner. I have sinned. Pronounce their sin. God don't want you to have a conscience of that. Now, he believes the blood of Jesus ought to be enough to set it free. Right. Amen. Now, let's go on. Let's don't go get in no big hurry about this. Praise God. Third verse again. But those sacrifice, goats, calves, lambs, turtle doves, all that stuff. There was a remembrance again made of sin every year. For it was not possible that the blood of goats and bulls and goats should take away sin. But something took it away. Someone purged it. A man got us in trouble named Adam. Now another man came and got you out of it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, fourth verse, For it is not possible that the blood of goats and calves should take away sin. Skip over a little bit. Tenth verse, skip down. By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body 
of Jesus Christ once and for all. You done got sanctified, folks. We got whole Pentecost movement trying to get folks sanctified. How are they doing it? Wear a hairdo or a hoodoo or put a little powder on, look like the Holy Ghost or something. Amen. Trying to please God. God's done done what He wants because now you are in the same condition as He is. How did you get? He made Jesus sin for us who knew no sin that we could be made the very righteousness of Almighty God. Let me read you one translation. 2 Corinthians 5.21, world's translation. By him who knew no sin, he made to be sin on our behalf that we might be made God's righteousness. That's simple enough. You made God's righteousness. What does that mean? That means I'm righteous as God is. See, folks get in their head, Solon's preaching we good as God. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I believe you're in the same class as God. I know that God has already raised you up and seated you on a horizontal basis with Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's done raised you up, seated in heavenly places. That's the way he wants. You know, ain't no unrighteous in heaven. Ain't no sinners in heaven. Huh? It's his good pleasure to give you the kingdom of God. See, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Where we read the 10th verse, let's read it again. By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. Once and for all, forget sin. Forget that. Forget the penalty for sin. Forget condemnation. Forget your failures. Do you know you can't trust God like you're supposed to if you think you ain't pleasing to God? If you don't, well, I, I must have done something wrong. You ever hear folks pray, Lord, forgive me of my sins, those I've done and them I don't even know I've done. You do something wrong, you know it. Oh, Lord, forgive me, I'm an old sinner. See, that belittles the work of Jesus. That makes him makes him like he didn't do enough. He's got to do something else. Now watch him. Watch him what he says. Twelfth verse. But this man, his name's Jesus. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sin, how long? Forever. Oh no, he didn't. he's still going to have to do something else to forgive our future sin. Oh no. Past, present, see, God's a now God. It's now it's handled. One sacrifice for sin forever. He sat out to the right hand of majesty on high. Praise God. 14th verse. For by one offering he hath perfected forever them that are sanctified. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 on the devil. Ha 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 on religion. Ha, ha, ha on them shade tree preachers. Ha, ha on them. Praise God. Praise God. Stand up lying on my God. 16th verse. This is the covenant I'll make with them, with them after these days, saith the Lord. I'll put my laws in their heart and in their minds I'll write them. 17th verse. And their sins and iniquities I'll remember no more. 
See, everybody's got such a sin consciousness, we even got altars down in a New Testament church, altars down there, and get them down here squalling. Now, we ain't had a good service till we can get them squalling about three times a week. They squall out Sunday morning, Sunday night, and they just barely get back on Wednesday night. For what? Where you can get squalled out again. Oh, I feel so good. Next morning, they feel like a rat. They think about what all they've done wrong. Amen. Well, brother, so I don't understand. Yeah, you understand. Now, it ain't no use saying you don't. You see what God's done. He thinks Jesus paid for your sins. He believes that they're handled. Amen. Now, look at him. Praise God. I'll remember no more. 17th verse, sins and iniquity, I'll remember no more. 18th verse, now where remission of these is, there's no more offering for sin. Ain't nothing he's got to do. It's, it's handled. Well, Brother Sullen, I, you know, you know, you know, you know, well, I don't understand. Do you need another offering? You need Jesus to go to the cross again? Every time you do something wrong? No. Sin's paid for. See, the problem was, it wasn't the act of sin that was a trouble. They had a sin nature. See, that's why he said, Nicodemus, you must be born again or refathered from above. You've done changed uh, fathers. You've got God Almighty as your very own father. Well, what does that mean? That means I got his life, nature, his DNA, his righteousness, his sanctification, his holiness. What does that mean? It means I'm good standing with God all the time. Yeah, but what if you fail? I'll tell you what. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Blood of Jesus was enough. Run to God. Don't be scared of God. Run to God. He's in love with you. Run to God when you fail. Hallelujah. Confess it and head up. Turn, while we're closer, turn to First Little John. First Little John, first chapter. How many believe the Word of God's true? How many of you rather believe the Word of God than you had any preacher? Huh? Well, my preacher's got Ph.D., D.D.T., O.I.C. He's got all kind of initials. He come out of college. Man, he's got a sheepskin 10 foot long. All his degrees on it. You know, I looked it up. I found out what Ph.D. stood for. It stood for post hole digger. Looked like a common post hole digger to have better sense than some of that stuff they spew out. Amen. Amen. Now, 1 John, the first chapter. Start at the 7th verse. It said, if we walk in the light as he's in light, we have fellowship one from one with another, and, and what? And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from half our sins. Till you do something wrong. Oh no, he didn't get them all, did he? Oh man, you did, that's too good to be true. Yeah, it is. You mean if I fail tomorrow, it's already paid for, yeah. If I do wrong, you know, he said, we've got the grace of God. You know what grace is? That's God's unconditional love. You know when you need grace? When you fail. Not when you do good. As long as you're doing good and everything, fine, lovely. Hallelujah. You know you'll learn more out of your failures than you will out of your victories. 
Because if you know you fail, you'll straighten it up. Amen. Amen. Now let's read that again. Walk in the light, see in the light, we have fellowship one with another. You can't fellowship with another Christian, Baptist, Methodist, Pentecost, Catholic. You ain't right. Need to change something. And the blood of Jesus. Was the blood of Jesus enough? The precious, holy blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. Is that simple enough? Do we need any more offering? Do we need to do anything else to get cleansed from all? Huh? Praise God. Righteousness will set you free from guilt. Righteousness will establish your worthiness before Almighty God. You're a worthy person. You're worthy to receive financial prosperity. You're worthy to receive everything. Well, Brother Sullivan, yeah, I hadn't done right. Well, you probably ain't, and you probably ain't going to do right tomorrow. You're going to miss it tomorrow. But that ain't nothing. He's got something in the Bible called the no-fault clause. No fault. Hallelujah. Confess it and head on. Hallelujah. You say, yeah, but Brother Sullivan, I've done some things on purpose. Yeah, you sure did. You knew what you was doing. But the blood of Jesus cleansed us from all. Run to God. Don't run from God. Run to God when you fail. Don't be a numbskull. Well, I can't even pray I've done so wrong. Yeah, that's because you're sin conscious rather than righteousness conscious. Well, I hadn't even been able to pray. I just haven't been so, felt so unworthy, so, you know, so ashamed. I know I've done it on purpose. What, are you bragging on it or, or, or what are you doing? Why don't you brag on what Jesus done? He made me righteous. He made me worthy. I'm worthy of every blessing God has. Well, you is undeserving. No, I'm deserving. God made it so. God made it. He wants you to think that. You think, you think if you got a boy, you want him slipping in the back door trying to get a hand out or walk boldly to the front door and say, come on in. Come on to Oval Office. Bless God, get what, you, what I got. If I got it, you got it. God said, it's his good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Well, you ain't going to get it thinking you unworthy. Can you say amen? So, righteousness is the ability to walk before a holy God with no inferiority complex. God has made me his righteousness. Praise God. Praise God. Turn with me, if you will, to Romans, the fifth chapter. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Christians that don't know God has paid for all sin, they live with a fear all their life of making a mistake. Now, I won't say that again. I want you to get a hold of that. Christians that don't know that God's paid for all sin live under a consciousness and a fear they might make a mistake. I don't care if you make 40 mistakes. God don't either. How come? He don't bother him one bit. You ever heard preachers say, well, God couldn't look on Jesus on the cross. He turned his back on him. That's a lie. Hallelujah. 
I said, God can't look on sin. He's looking on you, ain't he? He see you or you hid somewhere? Huh? When you sin, confess it and go on. The blood of Jesus has cleansed us from all sin. Hallelujah. 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 Romans, the fifth chapter. We need to know this. Guilt stops faith. Failure consciousness stops the blessing of God. Well, I should have. Yeah, you should have. But Jesus did a. See. See, righteousness, consciousness will cause you to have joy. You know what faith is? Faith's a happy anticipation. You can't be happy if you think you're a failure. Think you've done something wrong. And you did. You done wrong. But the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all, all unrighteousness. See, never, God don't want you thinking failure. God don't want you thinking sin. See, 1 John 4, 17 said, As He is, so are you in this world. Whatever condition of, you know what that means? See, of and as, that means coming from God. Your righteousness came from God. Yeah, but Brother Sullivan, what if? I ain't what ifing. I'm sick of that. Yeah, but I failed and I knew I was doing wrong. Well, so what? Huh? What do you want me to do about it? What do you want me to say? God said He's paid for it. If it's paid for, He cleansed you from all sin. So don't think about it like that. Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Romans, the fifth chapter. Look in the, uh, look in the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the uh, 19th verse. For as by one man's disobedient, Adam, he got us in trouble. Many were made sinners. Do you know that? He was made a sinner because of what he did. Not, not because you acted in sin, because that sin nature, it came to you. Now listen to him. For by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one, many shall many be made righteous. Made righteous. See? Hallelujah. 20th verse. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abound, grace did much more abound. We got more grace than we got failure. I fail. I sin. I'm under condemnation. I ain't blessed God. Hallelujah. I got something. What do you got? The grace of God. God's unconditional love with no strings attached. Praise God. 21st verse. That as sin did reign unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. We ought to reign. You know what reign is? Rule, dominate, live victorious. Live as a king. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Look in uh, the sixth chapter. Sixth chapter of, of Romans there. 
Look at the 16th verse. I could go through it all. We could stop there and we could preach two years. You know what Paul was? Wrote over half the New Testament. You know what preachers don't understand? Said, oh, he is a grace preacher. You know what they call me? They call me, they call me radical grace. You know they got me named right? That's who I am. I'm radical with it. I'm radical. I believe the grace of God's been extended and ain't nobody can do anything about it. Satan can't. Well, he'll put something on you. I dare him. I double dog dare him. I triple dog dare him. Romans 6. Look in the 16th verse. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourself servants to obey, his servants you are to whom you obey, whether unto sin, unto death, or to obedience unto righteousness. It's up to you. It's up to you. You want to yield your members? Well, I'm an old sinner. Yeah, you are. You under hell. You under hell's domination. Yeah. Said, but we can have obedience under righteousness. 17th verse. But God be thanked. What for? That ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart the former doctrine which was delivered unto you, being then made free from sin, ye become servants of righteousness. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Romans 8, 2, Therefore there is now no condemnation to them that's in Christ Jesus. See, praise God. See, how come you don't sin? I ain't interested in sin. I done done that. I done been there and seen it and had two of them. Man, for I got saved, I exhausted the subject of sin. You listening to me? But let me tell you something. July the 10th, 1976, at 9.30 on a Wednesday morning, Jesus walked into my living room, and he killed the old man I was. And I'm telling you right now, that old song, The Burdens of My Sins Flew Away, I'm telling you, I turned white from the top of my head to the sole of my feet. Bless God. And I started studying what happened to me. I'd ask preachers, what, what happened? They said, you turned over a new leaf. Turned over leaves? That nothing to do with something. One preacher told me, said, well, you was converted. You know, I run a grocery store. I know what Uncle Ben's rice is. It's converted. Yeah, you got converted. One preacher told me, it's about time you made a change. I didn't make no change. I didn't make no change. I, I had no intentions of, of getting saved. Hallelujah. When I asked Jesus to come into my heart, bam, I was a new creation. I was sitting there and water running out of my eyes. Bless God, I went to church that night and scared the preacher. Hallelujah. New creation. Righteous and holy like God. If God's got it, we got it. Hallelujah. Let me read you something before we go. said, that we might be made God's righteousness. Yeah. Say out loud, I am righteous as God. I am righteous as God. Didn't kill not one of you, did it? Didn't nobody fall over dead? You know that most preachers wouldn't even say that? Oh, Brother Solon, I wouldn't say that. You've got to have a holy... I'm reverencing God for what He done for us. 
I don't count the blood of Jesus as no effect. The blood of Jesus, what? Cleanse me from all sin. Praise God. One thing righteousness do, set you free from the sense of guilt. Establish your worthiness in the presence of a holy God. Praise God. It'll cause you to be ready to receive. Praise God. Praise God. Righteousness is the total accomplishment of the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, you get anything out of this tonight. Praise.